Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Have you or any of your family ever seen us? Sorry, wrong commercial. I'm Megan. And I'm John. And, and we're, we're the, the Retro, Retro Club, Club, where we take movies we grew up with and break them down. We discuss our likes and dislikes, the characters, soundtrack, and how the movies have aged over time. Find us every Wednesday wherever you stream your favorite podcast. And join in on the conversation on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Slasher at the Retro Club Pod. Be sure and tell them Large Marge sent you. <laughs> Today, New Orleans is host to millions of tourists annually wanting to experience the nightlife, culture, and rich history lining the streets. Some history may be better off forgotten, but for the morbidly curious, there's one house that's hard to ignore. While the original building is long gone, the horrors that left an entire community seeing red still reside within the walls of the Lollery Mansion. Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. Did something pop? Yeah, I was well, trying to pop my ankles and it Well, was- that's timely because speaking of like joints popping and things cracking and <laughs> by the time you guys are hearing this, we are old. We're going to be old. <laughs> Older. <laughs> Older. <laughs> it's like... 30 was one thing, but I feel like turning 31, it's like, well, now there's no going back. Like, this is it. (laughs) We're just practically knocking on death's door. Shut up. (laughs) One foot in the grave. That's why I tell John all the time. (laughs) Listen, we'll be 31. I will have taken a much needed vacation to a cabin in the woods, which th- I'm, we're doing the dumb this is thing where it's episode. like, no electricity, <laughs> no phones, this will be fun. So, well, yeah, this will be the last episode. Bye, Kelsey. Goodbye. <laughs> I'll let you know if I died in the future. And so. I don't get a freaking vacation the week of my birthday. Really? I'm so mad. Yes. When I was on maternity leave months and months ago, yeah. they decided, my manager was like, hey, everyone, pick uh, the rest of your vacation for the rest of the year. Didn't oh, go by seniority. Yeah. So I came back and I said, what? Like five <laughs> people are taking vacation around my birthday. This is such, I know, I was trying to request off for this uh, vacation coming up and they were like, by the way, you can't request off this week or this week. Or, the, like, between this date and this date, or this week, or this day. And I was like, everyone calm down. Like, this is my birth month, and you know it. Right. God. Ev- I don't know what it is about October, but everybody's vacationing, I guess. Yeah, my manager was like, uh, October is always the worst for, you know, scheduling and what have you. Around here? Heck yeah. We got covered bridge. Co- uh, covered, covered bridge. bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, which should be a whole lot of fun. I'm excited to go. I feel like it's starting later than usual. I It almost always is going on during our birthday, and this year it's late. I mean, it's the week of still, but it's later in the week. It's like the third Friday of the month. It's just I always, guess. so it's never really fallen around our, well. It, no, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Second Friday. I don't know. Point is, it's close enough. We'll go for a belated birthday trip Mm -hmm. so i'm going and honestly i'm finding a hard time 
when I can go looking at my schedule. <laughs> so that's I was afraid of that too. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. You guys don't care about our woes. Hi, welcome back <laughs> Hi. to our episode. I feel like we haven't or recorded. To our podcast. Yeah, I feel like we haven't recorded in forever. And I know it hasn't been that long, but it feels like there are some a days while. I feel like we turn around and record another episode. I'm like another one. But yeah, well, we did the our last regular episode and we're like see you in louisiana and then it was right. you know the fifth thursday and then a listener episode which was the interview and just it's been a while it's been a minute since we've done one of these normal ones that's okay that makes sense there we go yeah <laughs> which we're creeping up now. we're creeping up total i know this is only going to be episode I should know this, but I can't remember what episode it's going to be. But total between 70 like seventy something, yeah. But between like the listener episodes, the twin tangents, the regular episodes, we're creeping up on a hundred really fast. We're at like ninety five or so. Ninety hundred. No, really, really. Hmm. We're at like ninety five or so. Okay. We we took a break. That's right. We took we, oh yeah, break. we took a hiatus. Sorry, everybody, but we're back. So. We should have been there already. I don't know. It's that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's my bad. Um, but I have a child now. Oh, the hiatus. Yeah. Well, no, that was oh, my me- my mental health. That was our my- me- well, yeah, our mental health. Um, <laughs> shoo. Okay. Well, let's not <laughs> rehash the dark days. Let's not go back there. <laughs> but speaking of moving forward to bigger and better things, we there's no hiding behind this. You all may have noticed that, like. <laughs> Some things have fallen to the wayside. We took that hiatus for for reasons, and we've been playing catch-up, unfortunately, ever since. One of those mm-hmm. things that we've kind of let fall to the side um, was the website, which yeah. I'm so sorry for that. It's, like, embarrassing to say it out loud, but, I mean, like, anybody could have typed it in to see. But the good news is, if you go and type in our little website, or so they say pod.com, you will see the new and improved website it is finally back up mm-hmm. really really close to being like right up to date yeah there's still a couple parts of it that are under construction we're still moving a lot of information around but yeah but you'll find all the basic stuff, stuff you need mm-hmm. on our website go check it out links for the patreon links for the paypal for much easier links than yeah. that long complicated whatever. for the yeah for the red bubbles for the emails social medias everything it's all on there admittedly mm-hmm. yes some of that is still you know <laughs> it's a little behind we're working on that i mm-hmm. promise it'll all be worth your while we're super grateful for everybody that has stuck around and contributed and mm-hmm. helped us along the way knowing that it's been sort of uh, stale lately. Well, and uh, you can get to our Redbubble. Now, we do have um, our merchandise on hold for a moment. So if you were, I know we, we're going to try to get it up soon just because the holidays are starting up and oh, yeah, prime you time. want anything, then you can get it on our <laughs> website. But right now, you can visit it. You're not going to see anything because that is also under construction. Yeah, we're fine. Listen. For those of you with, like, the big sad going on, you know that, like, finding the motivation (laughs) to do these things is really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And silly us starting a podcast, we should have known it was going to take, like, you know, work and effort. (laughs) So, like, we're super sorry. Honestly, I was offended to find that out. Yeah. (laughs) I hate that I have to try for anything. (laughs) 
Um, but we're really sorry for the state that some of our sites have gotten in, but we are fixing it now. The the donations and everything we've received in the meantime have still helped. If you've noticed, we've still been traveling. Mm-hmm. That helps with traveling expenses and lodging expenses and all of that. So it's still going to a good cause and we appreciate it a whole lot. Yes. And we do have a new donor that we can shout out. I mean, I don't know when you yeah, want. Do you want to yeah. just do that now? While go, we're... go for it. You know, we're just we're picking up the pieces yeah. here. They donated. They started. Uh, they joined our Patreon and wanted to check out all that cool content we keep talking about, which you guys should definitely do. Mm-hmm. But um, it was a little bit ago. But because we had recorded some stuff in advance, we're just now getting around to it. But want to say thank you to Brianna. Brianna, Bri- uh, I don't. We probably won't throw out her last name. I don't know. Right, I feel weird no. about doing that sometimes. Right, but, but you've been super, you know, in touch with us mm-hmm. and active like, on our active, socials. That's what I'm looking for. Like active, reaching out, commentating. Like we really appreciate. We appreciate mm-hmm. the banter. So it's not just the two of us talking to each other sometimes. <laughs> no, and our mom and <laughs> our mom. No, there are there are still a lot of people that interact, but mm-hmm. we appreciate how interactive you've been and supportive you've been we're we're really bad at words of affirmation but just know that like we super appreciate it Ooh, and i hope you've got to check out those evps and stuff now you're gonna have to let us know what how you feel about them Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. there's some good stuff hanging out in there (laughs) okay now that all of the housework is done is that mm-hmm. the word is that the phrase you use i say housekeeping housekeeping that dang <laughs> i knew what it, i didn't i knew what i wanted <laughs> now that all the housekeeping is out of the way and we've just spent like the last eight minutes or so have we whoops nine <laughs> cl- yeah eight eight minutes or so look at that um we can now get into oh dang something heavy oh something it's real gonna heavy. get so dark you guys oh my god <laughs> dark for you too huh it's not good. I mean, no. it. No, I just know. Let's you know. tell you what we're what we're talking about here today. Yeah. So when we lied to you two episodes ago and said we were going to Louisiana, surprise, we are now in Louisiana, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we were on the fence about what to cover in Louisiana because I mean it's one of the most haunted states in the country. If we, yeah, not, we assumed so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they they claim to be like mm-hmm. one of the most haunted. There is a very, there's a lot there. There's probably a lot that some people have heard of that you know about, but don't quite know about. We decided mm-hmm. to go for it. The big end. Probably against our better judgment. We'll and see. we are going to New Orleans. And if all of you do not know at this point where we chose, I, we're doing the Lollery Mansion. Mm-hmm. And I will admit, I at first I was like this place is just too done like too overdone by everyone but it's again I think I've said this on one of our other locations one of those places that I know about but I don't know about Mm -hmm. or I know fictitious takes on it dramatic thing yeah dramatizations aka American American Horror Story Story. Coven which is very they took a lot of liberties with that they Mm -hmm. will be the first to tell you Right. Well, not a ton when it comes to some things. Maybe. I don't know. Right. But I never finished that season, I will admit. I only got about halfway through or a little more than halfway. Yeah, I know. I should have, in light of this episode, I (laughs) probably should have finished it. But yeah, we're so, we're going to the very dark Lollery Mansion Mm -hmm. in New Orleans, Louisiana. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I was watching a video today of um, while I was researching some stuff, I came across a YouTube video of a guy who I can only assume lives there or near there. Mm-hmm. And so it's you could his- barely understand him. No, no. <laughs> See, now, here here we go. That is a perfect example. Generalization. He does, it's a list of the don'ts, don't do this when you visit the city to kind of help you well, out. I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, I can already see where the, this is going. I, one of the things they said, he said, do not call it Nolens no, okay. or New Orleans. Um, he's like, it's new or like a boat and lean like you lean so or a uh, new orleans like a, a lens sorry yeah, what i said new orleans yeah or new orleans uh, yeah you went more he said it's lean. new orleans like a did lens. i say new orleans i think i go tomato tomato on that one <laughs> yeah yeah but he said don't call it nolens that's a blit quit that's stupid but it was a list of like all that. these do's and don'ts but at the same time he also said don't be afraid to be a tourist because we get millions of tourists and we have all these tourist attractions and tours that you can take and Mm -hmm. things like that don't be afraid to check it out and yeah yeah but also don't do some of these things (laughs) so but that was one of them was don't say dumb things like that (laughs) don't like generalize their their accent listen if you want to know i i mean i don't know what you're picturing this dude as but he was kind of a i mean he was very nice and well-spoken but he was just like a heavier set white guy with a ponytail (laughs) Mm. (laughs) and i think what was his it's not i'm not that's funny i guess i was just picturing like the most average man in the world which is most men what (laughs) oh man is this channel gone anyway it was called like wolters and i say wolter because it was w-o-l-t-e-r-s wolters rights i think something like that but Mm. yeah his 10 don'ts of new orleans and i hit one or two of them right away so (laughs) don't do that okay so i feel like i've already done most of the talking but let me let me talk some more because i'm doing history background what have you (laughs) i'll be honest i'm gonna breeze through the the usual beginning which is going to be the demographics and stuff because i need to get to right there's i know right (laughs) i was doing my research writing it down i'm like oh god dang it so i just like wrote it down really fast and by when i say right i mean in my notes app on my phone because i'm not a caveman i'm fine (laughs) i am fine with skimming because i know we have a lot to get no i know i it is a lot but it's interesting i think it's interesting it's it just I feel like it's something that people want to hear and should hear. And so, yeah, I'm going to talk a bit. I don't bit. even know what kind of trigger warnings to give for this, if any. Um, really dark, think late 1800s, early 1900s, Louisiana. And that's literally, if you know anything about mm-hmm. anything, that should be enough of your trigger warning. Right. We're going to touch on um, abuse. I'm going to, there's like some slight language that i'm gonna have to be quoting from this so it's not super risque but just know i do i just want to give a heads up because i know some yeah, there's of the going stuff to and be, it is gross uh there's going to be abuse there's going to be mutilation there's mm-hmm. going to be just negligence um yeah. just know it's bad yep yeah. So, so anyway, Here let's breeze go. through the, the soft stuff, <laughs> which is New Orleans is a city located in Jefferson Parish in Orleans Parish, Louisiana. 
with a 2020 population of 392,031. So this is not small town America. Sorry, but we couldn't pass it up. Right. It is the largest city in Louisiana and the 52nd largest city in the United States. Wow. And it's currently growing at a rate of 1.04% annually. And the population has increased by 0.2% since the most recent census, which was... Probably 2010. They must have mistaken. So I think the 2022 population is the 392. The Mm -hmm. 2020 was 391. So whatever. What have you. It's 2,314 people per square mile. So like they're packed in there. Uh, Yeah. They are packed. Mm Mm-hmm. The average God, ha- in a swamp. Can you just <gasps> imagine the I summer hate months? Being, ooh, ooh, I hate being hot. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had the the air or heat on in my house or anything yet. It got down to fifty nine degrees the other day. I almost I was this close to turning the heat on. Couldn't do it. Are you kidding? Well, I have a child. I can't play those games anymore. <laughs> no, I'll just put more blankies on. So, <laughs> uh, the average household income in New Orleans is seventy one thousand nine hundred thirty eight. Dollars, sorry, seventy-one thousand, which mm-hmm. is a little more than the sixty-seven thousand average. National average, yeah. Uh, but the poverty rate, woo woo. The poverty rate, the national average is fourteen point four percent. New Orleans is twenty-three point zero three percent. That is a quarter, almost a quarter of the population impoverished. It is rough. Yeah. I think there's a lot of street performers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Especially, and I feel like when you hit, and it's a bigger city, and there's more tourist attractions, and I feel like where there's more tourism, there is more homelessness, which is true. And crazy. also, I feel like r- really it's anywhere, but I maybe it's more drastic in bigger cities. I don't know, but mm-hmm. I feel like in bigger cities, there's not a lot of middle ground. You're either like way up on the food chain or way low on the food chain, and the mm-hmm. rest of us are like riding the coattails of either or. That, yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, the socioeconomic food chain. I, I assume we're using our context clues here. We're not <laughs> eating people. That didn't happen, I think, allegedly. Well, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, anyway, the median rental costs in recent years comes to $1,025, which is a little less than the 1326 national average. Mm-hmm. The median house value, sadly, like, was, <laughs> it's not too far off from the national average which we know has been inflated astronomically in the last 10 years to mm-hmm. 428,700. Honestly, forgot about that. I thought it was in the 300s. No, it's in the 4 I mean, just 2 years ago it was in the 300s. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> uh but the house value in New Orleans is 250,000. So, sadly, one of the closer cities we've covered. Yeah. Uh the median age is 36.8 years, which is pretty on the nose, pretty I close. believe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 35.9 for males and 37.6 for females, which both are a little bit under the national average. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the uh, super quick and dirty mm-hmm. of New Orleans and Louisiana, because speaking of dirty, we got to we got to get into it now. So here we go. Hold on yeah, to your butts. Hold on to your butts. It is a <laughs> it is a bit of information. I feel like we there have been some episodes where the information just drags on and on, and no offense to our own podcast, but it can get pretty dry. So, yeah, sometimes it can. <laughs> good and bad news is I don't think this will be that dry. Oh, so, good. Yes. Hold on to your butts. The Lollery Mansion. This is all, sorry, coming from legendsofamerica.com. Never used it before. 
but okay. it was the most it covered like I was looking at multiple sites and this one covered all of those and then some so okay. best best option the Lollery Mansion at 1140 Royal Street in the French Quarter of New Orleans, Louisiana, is said to be one of the most haunted places in what is called the most haunted city in the United States. One of the only times I think we will believe that statement. Right. I will accept. I will accept that. Yeah. If, in fact, this building does house some ghostly entities, it comes as no surprise because of the property's history of brutality. This is a quote from an article, or sorry, from a publication called the New Orleans Bee, in 1834. So April 11th, 1834, the New Orleans Bee says, quote, the conflag... Uh, uh, what? Conf- <laughs> conflagration? 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 Sure. I'm so sorry. You know, I was really confident going in. <laughs> the conflagration, go ahead and look up whatever that is, at the house occupied by the woman Lollerie is like discovering one of those atrocities, the details of which seem to be too incredible for human belief. That is Agreed. that's a quote from eighteen the 1800s, early 1800s. Yeah. Like, yeah. they hadn't seen anything like this. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but, uh, uh, yeah. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Madame Delphine McCarthy Lollery was a wealthy New Orleans socialite and notorious enslaver. I already want comments, but I'll keep reading. Okay. <laughs> she and her husband, Dr. Leonard Louis Nicholas Lollerie, bought the property in 1831 from Edmund Sonniot Mm-hmm. Listen, the French <laughs> out here killing me, uh, which included a house already under, under construction, and he finished it for them. In 1832, the sto- two-story mansion was completed with attached slave quarters. I'll go ahead and make my comment now. Note that they're saying that the things that were found were too incredible for human belief. And this is in a time when slavery was socially acceptable. Yeah. Like, she had slaves and she was considered grotesque. So, like... Yeah. (laughs) It goes beyond, like, whippings and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't gathered, basically, people had slaves. This was common knowledge, common practice, especially down here in the South. She, the way she treated her slaves made other slave owners, they, they were in disbelief. So. Disgusted. Yeah. Just, yeah. Like you have to be some kind of special to treat slaves in a way that people feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. You dig? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I follow. <laughs> so Marie Delphine McCar- McCarty or McCarthy I guess it, she's been known by both, mm-hmm. was born on March 19th, 1787 in New Orleans during the Spanish colonial period. She was one of the fi- one of five children born to Louis Bartholomew de McCarty, originally Chavalet de McCarthy, and Ooh. Marie-Jean L'Everble. Oh, uh, <laughs> my God. <yeah>. L'Everble. <laughs> oh, my God. It's marie Jean, God, oh my gosh, her mom, <laughs> both of whom were prominent in the New Orleans European Creole community. Lirable. I really butchered it. Lirable. Oh, they okay. put a pronunciation for you? No, I just figured it out when I slowed down. Oh, okay. I took one semester of French. Is it any good? No. <laughs> I took seven years of German. Is that any good? No. <laughs> when she grew up, she married Don Raymond de Lopez y E. Anguilla. <laughs> it's so hard. A high-ranking Spanish royal officer at the St. Louis Cathedral in New Orleans on June 11th, 1800. 
1804, after the United States had acquired the territory in the Louisiana Purchase, Don Ramon was called back to Spain. When he and Delphine, who was pregnant, stopped in Cuba, Don Ramon died suddenly. It doesn't really get into it, but there's speculation that there was some foul play there also. From her? Yes. Go figure. A few days later, Delphine gave birth to a daughter and soon returned to New Orleans. Mm Mm-hmm. In June 1808, Delphine married Jean Blanc, a prominent banker, merchant, lawyer, and legislator. The couple would eventually have four children, but Jean Blanc died in 1816. Hmm. On June 25th, 1825, Delphine married her third husband, physician Leonard Louis Nicholas LaLaurie, who was much younger than her. The couple had two daughters, and we're now up to seven children. I don't know how many of those are still alive, truth be told. Oh, at this point in the story, I was like, none. I know. Sorry, <laughs> my throat. <laughs> I, I could just pause this and clear my throat, but we're all going to suffer. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but the couple had two daughters. And in 1831, she bought the property at 1140 Royal Street, which she managed in her own name with little involvement of her husband. Like, all right, then. Yeah, she was she was a self-made woman. Is she? All that life insurance, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Uh, The two-story mansion was finished the next year, complete with beautiful chandeliers, intricate carvings, and wrought iron balustrades. Okay, I guess I got that one out of my butt. Wow. Who knows? Yeah. (laughs) Here, she maintained a central position in New Orleans society, hosting lavish parties for other socialites who enjoyed fine food and champagne. However, the marriage began to have problems in November, and in November 1832, Delphine petitioned the court for a separation claiming that Dr. LaLaurie had, quote, treated her in such a manner as to render their living together unsupportable. She thought that. Oh, okay. Uh, she didn't kill him. <laughs> but, yeah, claims which her son and two of her daughters by Jean Blanc confirmed. So. Yeah, but. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows what goes on behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. At about the same time, rumors began to swir- swirl about Delphine LaLaurie's poor treatment of her slaves as many reported them to look, quote, haggard and wretched like again this maybe maybe i'm just maybe it's just overblown in some depictions but like for people to say like hey your slaves look especially haggard and wretched i feel like they had to be in rough shape right well and i don't know no it's the deep south i was gonna say it's no it's the deep south yeah so they're not kind down there yeah no i i I'm so that is saying of, something. Like, I mean, and this is the 1700s into the 1800s. As far as I know, they had, like, they were, I believe, I really need to brush up on my American history, one of the ones that, like, had a death grip on slavery, and they're like, we're not getting rid of this. Like, the rest of you can, but no. Yeah, because we covered it in, um, what episode was it that I went on, I went down that rabbit hole of... Oh, come on. I, I don't. It was the octagon shape. Uh, octagon museum. Hall Museum. Yeah. yeah. And where was that at, though? I don't remember. Oh, for Petey's sake. I don't know. Whatever. The point is, I talked about all of the states that petitioned to and created the right. Dixie, uh, yeah. whatever they were called. Dixiecrats. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm certain Louisiana was in that mess. Yes. Okay. Well, anyway, people were noting that her slaves were starting to look uh, pretty rough. Uh, and I wonder, because it said this is during the same time that she petitioned to be separated from her husband due to poor treatment, like, 
this is not an excuse at all, but it was it like she, this started because her husband was treating her poorly and she needed an outlet to, you know, blow her fuse? I don't know. I'm thinking if there's speculation that she murdered her first, possibly second husband as well, um, maybe not. I, I think yeah, I mean, there just, was just a quick mention of that in one of the articles that, like, suspiciously they both died well because it's so it happened so long ago and i don't know you could probably find this information for all i know but to find about her childhood and growing up and was she neglected and it just yeah well with her being you know a prominent socialite that information could just be gone also Mm -hmm. so who knows yeah However, when in public, Delphine Lollerie was generally polite to black people and so solicitous of her slaves' health. But the rumors continued, and finally, the reports were sufficiently widespread that a local lawyer was dispatched to Royal Street in 1832 to remind Lollerie of the laws for the upkeep of slaves. <laughs> However, during his visit, the lawyer found no ev- evidence of wrongdoing or mistreatment by Lollerie. That is money under the table. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she hid them. But anyway, we'll get there. Madame Lollery paid for legal services. So the lawyer came because he's like, okay, people are really starting to talk. Mm-hmm. Even though she was generally nice to In public to other black people, to her slaves. Like she wasn't... Probably to other people's slaves and servants and stuff. Right. But they're like, something's still messed up. Lawyer goes. He's like, I don't find anything. But conveniently, after that visit, she paid for legal services and sold a number of her enslaved people following the investigation. That's, I'm thinking, she said, how about you don't go in that room? I slip you a hundy and then (laughs) we call it a day. Uh, Probably. As word spread, other socialites were no longer eager to participate in their social events or interact with the Lollery family. So regardless of them them not finding any evidence, they're like, well, we don't really want to associate with that. Not that slavery was ever kind, but I'm curious if it wasn't as portrayed as violently in that time period as it would be in like a hundred years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm wondering if they were treated more like servants instead of slaves as we know it maybe Uh, and maybe that's why it was so like girl why you're supposed to be taking care of them they take care of you (laughs) right i don't know when the shift happened or if it happened like after that when the possibility of enslavement was at risk and Mm -hmm. they're like "Uh oh and you know i don't know i really should uh learn a little more about my history right we all should Mm -hmm. lest it lest it repeat itself (laughs) yes anyway go on yes After the lawyer's visit, a neighbor reported that one of Delphine's slaves, a girl of about 10 years old, fell to her death from the roof of Royal Street Mansion while trying to avoid punishment from a whip-wielding lollery. The girl, whose name was Leah, was buried on the mansion grounds. Allegedly, this incident led to an investigation of the lolleries, who were found guilty of illegal cruelty and were forced to forfeit nine slaves. Uh, The slaves were later returned to the lollery mansion. Do, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Why? I bet they felt really seal, silly about that uh, down the road. Yeah. And by silly, I mean haunt them forever. Yeah. Other stories said that Lollery kept her cook chained to the kitchen stove, and when her daughters attempted to feed the slaves, she beat them as well. This could be the reason that several people reported that Madame Lollery's daughters seemed very quiet and very pale. 
Well, yeah. So even her children were not safe from punishment. Like, punishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, funeral registers between 1830 and 1834 document the deaths of 12 slaves. So in four years, I, again, I don't have anything for comparison, but in four years, they have documents of 12 slave deaths at the Royal Street Mansion, although the causes of death were not mentioned. Uh, yeah. These deaths included a cook and laundress named Bon, or Bonnie, and her four children. Oh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. that sounds suspicious. Mm-hmm. Court records also also show that Lollary freed two of her slaves, one named Jean Louise in 1819, and another called De Vince in 1832. Uh, okay. Yes. Does anyone know where they went, or they just miraculously disappeared? It, it says she freed them, so I I don't know. Had mercy on a couple of them. I'm just wondering if they disappeared yeah (laughs) so this is when it all starts to hit the fan because remember that article from the new orleans bee or whatever is april 11th on april 10th 1834 a fire broke out at the lollery mansion when the police and firefighters got there they found that the blaze had started in the kitchen where they discovered the 70 year old cook chained to the stove by her ankle that was true Later, she told authorities that she had set the fire as a suicide attempt because she feared being punished. So she would rather have killed herself, died in a fire, burned than alive, burn alive, burn alive, than face the punishment that Lollary would have given her. Mm-hmm. She also told them that when slaves were taken to the uppermost room of the house or of the mansion, that they never came back. Uh, and they're about to find out that that is definitely the case. Though Lollaries were separated, Dr. Lollary was present at the Royal Street house on the day of the fire. Bystanders responding to the fire attempted to enter the slave quarters to ensure that everyone had been evacuated. When the... See, this has to be a, a typo, because it says McLaurie's, but when the Lollaries... Yeah. Uh, when the Lollaries refused to give them the keys, the bystanders broke down the doors to the slave quarters and found, quote, seven slaves, more or less ho- horribly mutilated, <sighs> suspended by the neck with their limbs apparently stretched and torn from one extremity to the other. Sorry, mm, it's like giving yeah. me cold. I don't. It is mm. nasty. Um. So they found that these people also, so that... These people who claim to have been imprisoned there for some months. The slaves. Sorry, I was like trying to get my thoughts back together. Uh Yeah. They appear to have been there for some months. Imprisoned, not there. Others said that the slaves were emaciated, showed signs of being flayed with a whip, were bound in restrictive postures, and wore spiked iron collars. Rumors also abounded that dead bodies were found in the attic with their corpses mutilated beyond recognition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, we're just going downhill fast now. Uh-huh, it keeps going, don't worry. Uh, Judge Jean-Francois Canong was one of the bystanders that entered the mansion and said he found a, quote, uh, negress wearing an iron collar and an old Negro woman who had received a very deep wound on her head who was too weak to be able to walk. 
He also said that when he questioned Lollery's husband about the slaves, he was told in an insolent manner that, quote, some people had better stay at home rather than come to others' houses to dictate laws and meddle with other people's business. Right. So, like, uh, keep your nose in your own business. Mind your business. Which, like, what are... So, now, here's my dumb question as a person who doesn't always understand the English language. Uh, I guess the... It says he also said that when he questioned Lollery's husband about the slaves, he was told in an insolent manner. So the interviewer was told in an insolent manner, right? Yeah. So Dr. Okay. Lollery was like, you idiot. Mind your own business. Yeah. Like, basically, don't you see the log in your own eye kind mm. of thing. Yeah. Or just what happens behind closed doors can't be breaking the law if you're not going into other people's houses. I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, he basically said, like, don't come here and try to drag out my dirt when you have your own stuff at home. Like, yeah. let's all get into each other's houses and really drag it out then. Yeah, I bet uh, no one can top you guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, um, because the New Orleans Bee comes in with another quote. We've already heard some rough stuff, but just know it gets worse. Uh, quote, upon entering one of the apartments, the most appalling spectacle met their eyes. Seven slaves, more or less horribly mutilated, were seen suspended by the neck with their limbs apparently stretched and torn from one extremity to the other. These slaves were the property of the demon in the shape of a woman. They had been confined by her for several months in the situation from which they had thus (laughs) providentially been rescued and had been merely kept in existence to prolong their suffering and to make them taste all that most refined cruelty could inflict. Did it say... Now, I mean, I know it's very flowery language Mm -hmm. for the time, but... Did it say they it had them in a certain shape? Or is just saying that Lollery is uh, a demon? They're saying she's a, she's a demon in a woman's body. Okay, that's so, what... yeah, these slaves were the property of the demon in the shape of a woman. Okay, for some reason when I heard it, I'm like, they put them in the shape of a demon. I don't... Which, I mean... Right, I mean, yeah... Uh, no, they're saying this woman was a demon and they were merely kept alive to prolong their suffering for her enjoyment, right. essentially. Just on the brink but, of death Yeah, constantly. she kept them alive for her own enjoyment and so that they could, quote, uh, know the taste and all the most refined cruelty could inflict. Very well put. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, for the situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. As the news of the abused slaves became widely known, a mob of local citizens attacked the Lollery residents and, quote, demolished and destroyed everything upon which they could lay their hands. I mean, if so, you like, incited that much anger. I'm saying, like, that's what I'm saying. At this time, slaves were okay. And mm-hmm. this is how they treated this woman because of the way she treated her slaves. Like, what kind, literally a demon in the shape of a woman. Yeah. Like, what kind of horrible person do you have to be? And that's why I bring up my thought, which, I mean, I'm sure we can answer with a little bit of U.S. history, but Mm -hmm. that were slaves not treated the way that we assume the stereotype of slaves? Were they really more of servants who were well taken care of? I think so, but uh, let's all do our research. I don't Mm -hmm. know. Oh, goodness gracious. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, By the time a sheriff and his officers tried to disperse the crowds, the property has sustained major damage with little left but the walls. The slaves were then taken to the Cabildo? 
where they were available for public viewing. Uh, <laughs> I I, the mutilated slaves, I'm pretty sure. For public viewing, just to uh-huh. show people yeah, this what is they where did I, to them? I think so. And I, I'm i like, you were all comfy. good up until this point, And then it takes the weird turn of, yeah, they took them to, I'm just going to say, like, I don't know if Cabildo is, like, the center, city center. Mm-hmm. Let's just say so. Uh, for public viewing. The New Orleans Bee reported that by April 12th, up to 4,000 people had attended to view the slaves, quote, to convince themselves of their sufferings. So you were all so mad that you tore down this mansion with your bare hands, but then your morbid curiosity gets the better better of you, and over 4,000 of you line up to, like, make sure it really actually happened. I want to see their extremities stretched, lim- like, limited. Yeah, I know. want to um, justify what I've done. I want to see why I tore apart a house. <laughs> yeah, so it's like... I was with you all until, like, that moment. I don't know. I've got some morbid curiosity, and I don't know if if that's where... That's probably where I would draw the line. I mean, it happens today all the time. Car wrecks and people slow down, want to take pictures and see if there's a dead body when that's, like, someone's parent, someone's child, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, Significant other you want to take pictures and post post on the internet and say anyone know this this person they're dead by the way like jesus christ people it happens every day yeah it's just doesn't make it any less gross uh investigators later found several bodies including a child buried throughout the mansion grounds but i mean they had speculated that that 10 year old girl that fell from the roof had been buried there so that confirmed those yeah speculations Several weeks later, the New Orleans advertiser claimed that two of the slaves found in the mansion had died since their rescue. It stated, quote, We understand that in digging the yard, bodies have been dissentered and the condemned well have been uncovered. Others, particularly that of a child, were found. I tried to read that in the best way to make it make <laughs> sense, but it was very, there's like, uh, well, mm, uh. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They're just saying, like, we found bodies. They were pretty messed up, and we found a child, too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> In the meantime, the Lawler, the Lolleries are still around. Like, not today, obviously, but, like, they weren't there for all this mess because they had fled in a fast-moving carriage, first to Mobile, Alabama, and then to Paris, France, where Delphine Lollerie lived out the rest of her life before she died in 1849 at the age of 62. So she got to go on living, doing her thing, being an actual mm-hmm. monster. Gross. Mm-hmm. The burned-out mansion, with its gaping windows and empty walls, continued to stand in its ruined state for another four years. In 1838, the property was bought by Charles Caffin and rebuilt by Pierre Tresto in the Empire style. A third floor and a rear building were added in the 19th century, and at three stories high, it was described in 1928 as, quote, the highest building four squares around. For squares around. So, Wrong like, emphasis. Um, the highest building for blocks. Yeah, just within city limits or something. Yeah. In the following decades, the building was used for different purposes, including a public high school, a music conservatory, an apartment building, a refuge for young delinquents, a bar, and a furniture store. Wow. Keeping in <laughs> mind, this is not the original. I mean, they... No. Yeah, they, like, leveled out the land and put this new building, so... But, I mean, the grounds are still there. The sentiment is still there. Yeah. So. The building that you go to now is not 
the building that the OG. these <laughs> atrocities happened in. Just know that. Mm-hmm. In April 2007, the house was purchased by none other than actor Nicolas Cage for $3.45 million. Yeah, he was on one. <laughs> well, yeah, because, however, this was at about the same time that Cage began to suffer from financial difficulties, and just two years later, the property was listed for auction as a result of foreclosure. Mm-hmm. So he was uh, going through it. Yeah, he, like, legitimately was not doing well mm-hmm. and had to file bankruptcy and everything. It was crazy. Yeah, that's... That sucks. Uh, it's privately owned today. The entrance to the building bears a Baroque facade with iron grill work on its balconies. Inside the vestibule is floored in black and white marble, and a curved mahogany railed staircase runs the full three stories of the building. Mm-hmm. The second floor holds three large drawing rooms connected by ornamented sliding doors whose walls are decorated with plaster rosettes, carved woodwork, black marble and mantelpieces, and fluted pilasters. I don't know why mm-hmm. I had to say it like that. Uh, though today's building is not the very same one that Lollery lived in and cannot be toured, it is a highlight of many New Orleans ghost tours due to its tragic history and tales of being haunted. So sort of the equivalent of that morbid curiosity of let's go see the more mutilated slaves in the town square. Let's go to this haunted building because of all these horrible things that happened. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Folk histories of its haunting began soon after Lollery disappeared from New Orleans, at which time people claimed things. I don't know if you want me to cover that or not. Um, it's real. I mean, if it's generic stuff, it's kind of generic. They claim to hear the phantom screams of her victims spilling from the house in the dead of night. Oh no! Mm-hmm. <laughs> By 1885, the historical sketchbook and guide to New Orleans referred to it as haunted house on Royal Street. In 1892, the Daily Picayune, yes, <laughs> Picayune. <laughs> Uh, referred to it as simply the haunted house. These stories continued into the next decades, describing the property as being haunted by the victims of the socialite serial killer. The tales say that things happened that I don't want to say because I don't know if you're going to cover that or not. Oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, We'll see. I mean, if you want to like put a pen in it and see what I cover and you can jump back to it if... I get, if you yeah. so desire. If I so desire. Yeah, I don't know. Um, the ghost of Madame Lollerie herself doesn't appear on the property, but has allegedly been seen at the nearby St. Louis Cemetery where she once worshipped. Also, she's been buried there. I must have deleted a little, a little section of my notes because she did, when she died, they brought her back and buried her yes. in that cemetery. She is buried at St. Louis Cemetery number one. Apparently, there are several St. Louis cemeteries around. Uh, Yeah, apparently, and not just in, you know, St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, I think that is all I've got. I was hoping that my notes would, you know, appear and bring themselves back, but alas... I don't know where they went. I I think that's pretty much it. It was just saying something about where she was buried i don't know it's Hmm. for some reason has escaped my notes but that it then it talks about you know the different shows that it was included in or the different things it was included in uh ghost adventure television shows like we said before american horror story coven Mm -hmm. played by oscar winner kathy bates if you haven't seen it it's like i said very fictitious very there's a lot of liberties taken but it's a good depiction of Mm -hmm. the lollery mansion 
Yeah. Oh, and most recent plans include that the Lollery Mansion will become a central figure in the Conjuring horror franchise. Yeah, I guess it's probably about well, time they tackle that one. <laughs> I guess so. so. I'm just mad because I swear in my notes somewhere it talked about Pontchartrain, which if I knew how to pronounce that word, I was very excited. <laughs> to talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> because if you, oh my gosh, it used to be called Prairie Home Companion with Garrison Keeler, but he has since retired and it's a sad, sad day, but that's okay because it's basically, it's like Welcome to Night Vale, but not supernatural mm-hmm. and i don't know if that means anything to anybody for those of you listening <laughs> it's just like a fake radio station oh, okay but they have actual bands play songs and they played this song called on the lakes of Pontchartrain." but you have to listen to that specific version prairie home companion it is so good oh <laughs> it makes me it brings a tear to my eye it's oh, very goodness. good moving yeah I, I think it's called uh here from now or something like that the whole radio station it's no longer prairie home companion is any of this relevant to our current <laughs> our current topic <laughs> absolutely not oh well am That's i gonna fine. look it up right now while megan begins her segment yes yeah i will say i heard a a couple of other things about what she did to the slaves in the mansion um which i know an american horror story Really, I mean, they take some stuff and run with it, but in in real life, I've heard it described as her and her husband. It's almost like they were doing experiments. Pretty uh, much. Oh, sorry. Pretty much. Like running to like just to see how the limits far of they the could, human body. Yes, and they did. They stretched uh, limbs, arms, legs. Um, they fingers, toes, they would like take out organs and stuff just to see how much they could do and still keep them alive. Yeah, like, literally when it taking... said they were kept alive just to see the limits of like cruelty, mm-hmm. that is true. It's uh, live from here is what it's called now instead oh, okay. of Prairie Home Companion. Um, Yeah, a lot of it just stuck with me because I remember something about like taking out their intestines and it was like draped over their shoulders yeah that's part of me was torn i wanted to find some specific descriptions and then Mm -hmm. i decided against it well sorry i'm hitting you with my my memory (laughs) mostly because i had already had so many notes i didn't want to keep going right uh, I feel like there was even a, an instance where someone was shoved into a box, like a very tiny space just to like broke their limbs so they could fit into this box. Or like she constantly would come up and re-break diff- like limbs on the same right. person. And, and just- I know a lot of what you're explaining is depicted in Coven, so I don't know how much of that That's, was I'm like to know what liberties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because one of the one things they do in Coven that was just like over the top, and I don't know if it really happened. Was it was a the real boar's boar head? head? Was it a real boar's head? Or I believe so. Yeah, did they it had to have been. And I don't. They just put it over their head. Yeah, they put a boar's head on a on a, one of the one slaves. of the chained up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, American Horror Story. If you've watched any of the seasons, you know they go over the top and grotesque sexually explicit things Uh and yeah that just plays a part later down the road which was not good right this (laughs) is specifically why we have tangent episodes speaking of american horror story and ryan murphy i say that uh 
Evan Peters is to Ryan right. Murphy what Johnny Depp is to Tim Burton. They will always do work together. Mm-hmm. Did you see that Dahmer, which... I'm okay, not everybody. Fin- I'm about halfway through. <laughs> no, I haven't seen any of it. Okay. And r- right now, it's the number one English language show on Netflix of all time. Or number two of all time. Next Like to, most... I don't know I what the first one is. Stranger Things, maybe? Um, Possibly. But all I know is like... It was like the number one show in the world for a minute there, and now it's like the number two watched of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because usually when they're like number one in America, number one in the U.S., number one in wherever, like this is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I don't like some of the. Um, see, I don't know if this is one of those things that they're telling you like they're hyping it up. We want to put X in Christmas, like they're saying not real things. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I, that was a weird. Do you know what I'm saying? Like around the holidays when they're like the liberals, well, the the gays, the whatever they want to do say this, happy and it's holidays like holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Freaking oh god! <laughs> like here's since we're on the topic of uncomfy things, when there was the rumor going around that the LGBT community wanted to add pedophiles to its group. Oh, Christ. do you remember that? Horse yes. Crap. Like, do you remember that? Okay, that's the stuff that's not real, that's clickbait, that's things to get you angry. That there were special flags that... mm -hmm. Nowhere, anywhere, is anyone in the actual LGBT community going to tell you that, yeah, sure, pedophiles are a a form of, like, an identifier for sexuality, like absolutely not that is not real and not in just the lgbtq community in any community yeah no one's really you accepting are sane them. you don't accept that but all of that to say i don't know if this is in the same lines of that but i have been hearing that people are kind of like glorifying Dahmer in the same way that they glorified uh oh gosh what was his name there was a huge zach efron played him. oh it was a big ted deal. bundy ted bundy mm-hmm. when they were just like fantasize not fantasizing but romanticizing romanticizing (laughs) and fetishizing these serial killers and everybody's freaking out saying like you all need to calm down with the Dahmer thing do not dress up as Dahmer for Halloween right like well and I don't know if that's true or not but if that is true stop (laughs) like that stop it we both listen to several true crime podcasts and I'm very intrigued and interested by true crime I don't, I'm not, um, see, it's hard. There is a fine line, okay? You can be interested in it in that way that you are just, I'm more fascinated with the psychology behind it and what causes them to do what they do. I like the podcasts that cover history and psychology and the background, like the childhood of them growing up and, you know, what was the tipping point that caused this? Or like what makes these people tick? Yes, I'm not like, I have pictures of Charles Manson and Jeffrey Dahmer and all up in my room. Like, I love them so much. Right. No. I don't know if people no, are actually doing that. No, they're disgusting people. But... And they did disgusting things. But I'm just curious on the psychological level what caused them to do that. Yeah, it's hard at work because people are like, who's your, someone said at work, who's your favorite serial killer? And one of my coworkers who isn't into like true crime at all, she was like, I don't really understand why people have like favorites. That's kind of weird. I was like, mm-hmm. not in that way. Not in, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we're yes. getting way off topic. We got to reel back in. Maybe maybe we'll do serial killers for a tangent who knows it would be super interesting i mean because delphine was uh i 
some people, I don't know if it's, you know, been written down if someone has actually uh, noted this, but that she was the first, like, prominent female serial killer in America. Right. Well, in my article, it wasn't quoted, but they called her the socialite serial killer. Mm-hmm. That, God, and she did it for fun. There wasn't even any point to what she did to those people except just her curiosity. Unless she was so traumatized by, like, if there was truly you know, abuse happening in the home from her husband, say, like, in her childhood. But that doesn't make, that's not an excuse. When Mm -hmm. people are like, oh, they had a troubled childhood. Well, you know what a lot of us did? Did. A lot of people do. Yeah. And not everyone turns into a serial killer. You can figure it out. Right. You can break the cycle. Yeah. And you know what? Your parents weren't serial killers. So, (laughs) I mean. Interesting. Interesting. How that works. That we know of. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) Let's reel it in. All right. Shoo. So you did mention (laughs) that because they talk about how they do ghost tours and this is one of the stops. Man, if you look up Lollerie, the first, I had to scroll past like two or three links of like, take this ghost tour, take this haunted Mm -hmm. tour, take this bus tour. I'm like, man. But the, the difference with this ghost tour is that you don't go in the building. It is it is a private building. You just stand on the street corner and you're like, there it is. That's a new building where an old building that terrible things happen used to be. <laughs> like, yeah. that's really what happened. So it, I wonder how people came up with these stories that it's haunted or allege that it's haunted. I'm like, well, if you can't go in it, how do you know? Yeah, well, it wasn't private privately owned until the mid-1900s. Right. And there are people who actually lived there and it, that served as their home. And again, we you talked about all the different um, like businesses that it was used for in high school and things like that. So right. it used to be open to the public. And that makes sense. But more recently, I'm just like, how are you guys getting these stories? I was curious about that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't either. But I'm going to tell you what I have found. There, one of the stories, I found a couple of YouTube videos. And that's one of the things I found out was all you're going to find is people standing on a street corner videotaping it and telling you the, the history behind it. But there was one that was on the Travel Channel. It's um, a TV show called Portals to Hell. Oh, good. <laughs> so it was fun. And it was a... a guy and a girl that they tell you a little bit of the history and they actually go get to go and investigate these places so good for them i guess and the lollery mansion is one of them and they got to enter they got to interview the current owners at the time which i believe this video was three years old so i can't imagine it's changed hands yeah but they just said her first name is lisa her and her mother are the ones who are the caretakers right now mm-hmm. which they're older i mean not like geriatric but they're older <laughs> right so. and this is so dumb this is completely made up by me but like the idea of a mother-daughter duo taking care of that place mm-hmm. gives me like this the spookies heebie-jeebies yeah <laughs> right i that's true i mean hopefully they don't aren't possessed by anything weird but from what i came to find out during my research is that a lot of people say it's residual hauntings so you're not gonna find 
too many angry, not angry, but too many angry at um, you. violent spirits. Yeah. Things like that. Even though it has, there's been people who claim that. Uh, but the Lisa and her mother, they, they didn't say her name. This was a very quick video. It was like eight minutes long. Yeah. Uh, they said that they, they don't like to, the mom said specifically, she doesn't like to be in the kitchen. There's a lot of activity, which this is starting to be a trend. I, I think is what we're finding with places we've visited. Well, that makes sense. And I don't know if she's saying that by power of suggestion, because the woman chained to the, yeah. And the that's oven. where the fire was set. When she tried to set the mansion on fire mm-hmm. because she would rather burn alive the train. Is there a train on that track? That like yeah. rarely happens. No, I mean, yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Not but there's a recording. there's a train track literally a block from my house. So I get yeah, I just don't usually hear trains on it. Hm. It's few and far between. Yeah. Surprisingly, of all the train tracks in town. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, one of the rooms they, they said the kitchen and the mother claims that the the door to the kitchen will swing open and shut a lot. Okay. And they believe that this is all, like a residual haunting. They think that it could be the servants coming in and out of the kitchen. And they're just opening the door. Make, makes sense. Yeah. Right. And at first I was like, ooh, scary. But then, I mean, they were very matter of fact, like that's what they did their daily routine so they're just going through the house and opening doors and shutting doors behind them and right so that makes sense someone else that they interviewed her name is annie and she lived in the house when she was a young girl she's looks like to be about middle-aged at this point but when they showed pictures of her in the house she was like maybe 10 to 12 years old she was little Mm -hmm. and She said when she lived there, she, and again, you're taking, this is a child's word that she's remembering this decades later. So take this for what it is. Right, right. They said, or Annie said that she would hear pots and pans clanging a lot from the kitchen again. Um, Her dad told her or had said one time that he actually, this was kind of creepy, and I'll tell you what it makes me think of, but, or see if you pick up what I'm putting down. (laughs) Okay. Her dad said that he saw a man in a top hat that was coming out from behind their armoire, just like creeping from out behind it. No. I mean, does it remind you of my house one? No. Or does it remind you of like the Babadook? Okay. (laughs) The gay icon. The gay icon. (laughs) It's what a weird fleeting up. time. Ah, man. It <laughs> what, was... a, what a, not even simpler time. That's sad that that is like at this point a simpler time. Didn't that like kick off the pandemic? Like mm-hmm. that happened as we I were. I think we were all slowly losing it and we're like the Babadook is canon gay icon. <laughs> like, Do you know why that happened? Uh, Do you remember Babashook? why? I don't know. No, the Babadook because uh, Netflix oh. messed up and when they categorize and they say like comedies family friendly and then mm-hmm. it said like lgbtq and the babadook was just like <laughs> in there with like the l word and like what are what is going on <laughs> i didn't know that makes more sense yeah i kind of remember that <laughs> it was all it was up for like less than a day but enough people were like excuse me <laughs> right so there's pictures of like the babadook holding pride, pride flags, flags yeah what a what a before we knew how bad this was gonna get you know it was like the last glimmer of hope and just fading away <laughs> i'm so sad that i was like when times were simpler they Good. really weren't 
Oh my God. Okay. Quick side story. I had to, I don't normally do like house calls for customers at where I work. That's just, I'm an IT person, essentially. I don't, right. but this was a dire situation. Like we just could not figure this out over the phone. I said, I'm coming to you. We're going to get this. Yeah. And the first thing when I walked in the door is because we had talked so much on the phone and she's like, can I'm just going to hug you really quick because I just, we talk so much. And she like came up and hugged me and I was laughing and we stood there and chatted for a minute. And then like it dawns on, you just see this look come over her face and she's like, I shouldn't have hugged you. I didn't even think about with COVID. I shouldn't have done that. I'm like, isn't that so weird? Stuff we never would have questioned ever. Right. Just a couple of years ago. And now she's like apologizing. Like, I shouldn't have done that. And I said, I'm vaccinated. Or I, what I tell her, I was like, I got my shots. You're good. <laughs> Like, I'm an animal. <laughs> I said, you're fine. I, I'm not, like, super worried about it. It was right. a quick hug. It was weird, but it was a quick <laughs> Right. Hug. I could go on a whole rant about that, but I won't. We should have been wearing masks when we were sick the whole time. Like, that should just be common practice going forward. I think I've mentioned this before. I don't even know. Probably. Who cares? You can hear it another time. That I just feel like it makes so much sense when you think about it to wear mask in the hospital like if you're gonna wear it one place at least wear it in the hospital you have people with who are going there with serious illnesses Mm -hmm. serious whatever weakened immune systems and the fact that they took away the mask mandate there i'm like really i wasn't i it didn't hurt my feelings to wear a mask in the hospital all the nasty germy people in there right i'm not saying forget that COVID's happening or pretend it's not happening but like just move forward with common sense of like if people around you are sick or if you're sick wear a mask dang it shouldn't have been it shouldn't have taken a global pandemic to make that a regular thing in the u.s it was already a regular thing everywhere else but not here most places yeah most places they're gonna flag us for covid information gosh darn it (laughs) click here for covid information covid19 information i love seeing that on (laughs) some of the podcasts i listen to okay Back to portals to hell. Yay. Speaking, speaking of, of <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Okay. Uh, travel channels, portals to hell. The uh, I did not get the two people's names of all the things. Uh, that's, I didn't grab that. But the two people who were doing the show, the investigation, they they got to actually go through the house with equipment which isn't a normal thing they obviously got special treatment because it's not open to the public but they let them go in there and they used a lot of stuff that we use which is crazy to think i know that sounds weird because some of it's pretty basic now yeah like emf readers voice recorders that's normal stuff but they also use the connect and it's like this the one we use no, not it. Theirs is definitely more fancy. It's a computer or a computer. Oh, all of this fancy technology. <laughs> um, it was a camera oh my set gosh. up with essentially an invisible laser grid and it's oh, yeah, sweeping yeah, yeah. the room. And But it does the exact same thing if it picks up a humanoid shape or a humanoid mm-hmm. figure in the room, whether you can see it with the naked eye or not, mm-hmm. um, it shows it up. up. So if you've got your phone on you, which I know you do, you'll want to pull up our board and we can post this to see, look, we're getting so organized, you guys. I've been working on so many things. Uh, We now have, so we don't have to pass phones back and forth and have awkward, like (coughs) you can hear us grunting and reaching (laughs) for our phones. Okay. If you go to the board, you'll see a picture of the connect. 
and they were sweeping the room and they came onto this one chair. The The camera landed on this chair. Uh-huh. And it picked up someone just like sitting in Lounging, the like lounging. They Almost like maybe they have their legs tucked up under them or something like I that. I mean, if the body shape is is relevant mm-hmm. it looks like a child could like be a, a child 10-year-old child sitting i hate i hate to be like the power of suggestion but it looks like a little kid just sitting kind of like well if you were to straighten saddle. the legs out they probably wouldn't touch the floor Mm-mm. and also think about it if it was a 10-year-old girl she's not gonna be sitting here crossing her legs or anything like that it looks like mm-hmm. a little girl sitting in a dress how she would sit yeah oh we'll we'll get there um so they use the connect. They got the image of someone sitting in the chair. And then they ask in the video, they said, um, uh, who is it? in? The, oh, this is a chair in the kitchen, by the way. And they said, who's in the kitchen with us? As soon as they asked that, it disappeared. Completely jumped off the screen. Of and they course. said, mm, okay. <laughs> never mind. So the girl, she walks over to the chair and she stands and puts her hand on it. And she asks... Um, she started to ask like where did you go and it popped back up onto the screen next to the chair it didn't sit in the chair because she was sitting there with her hand on it but it was standing next to the chair and he told her because she can't see this of course she's in the camera shot but he's looking at the camera and he's like it's standing next to you Mm -hmm. and so she puts her hand out to touch it and she said it was like freezing in that spot yeah Mm mm-hmm And another thing she mentioned, which I'm glad she at least brought this up. I'm like cold chilly about it for some reason. Mm -hmm. I'm also cold. So (laughs) uh, she mentions when she first got into the house, she got a very uh, like an overwhelming dizzy feeling, Mm -hmm. which we have said this before on the podcast that your feelings are just as valid and (laughs) yeah, genuinely. And it's true when you're if you're investigating a place, sometimes just because you're not hearing things or seeing things, if you have physical reactions to a place, that can also mean something. Yes. And she said she immediately felt dizzy and not like, a oh, I've been spinning in circles. I need to sit down. It's a different feeling. And if you guys, if any of our listeners have ever gone like ghost hunting or gone on any type of investigation and have had that feeling you know what it feels like it's disorienting it feels Mm -hmm. like if you've been on a boat for a long time and then suddenly on solid Mm -hmm. ground you got or vice versa yeah it's like having sea legs Mm -hmm. but like you're not physically i don't know it's weird it's not quite vertigo like it's it's a very strange feeling Mm -hmm. because i've talked about before where i said um at Oh, we were in Alton, Illinois. Mm-hmm. I was reading the the card about the haunted doll. Yeah. And before I got to the line, I was like, man, I just have this crazy headache all of a sudden. And I, I'm like, maybe it's the lighting. I'm squinting. But then I finished the card and it said this doll is known to drain people's energy. And I said, wow, wow. I have to get away from her. Um, but yes, the, the feeling how she felt dizzy and then stuck her hand out and felt the cold spot where the figure was standing in the camera that happened mm-hmm. after they finished their investigation. That's like I said, it was a very quick clip, this eight minute video, not even eight minutes. They said that they don't think it's as haunted as people say it is or claim that it is, mm-hmm. but it does seem to be residual hauntings. Like they're not walking around 
like poltergeist style. It's just they're passing by. They're doing what they would have done in their normal daily lives. Right. So that's all I have on that one. I feel like I had other notes. So let me try to pull them up really quick. Okay. <laughs> uh, yes, I did. Okay. I knew I did. I started to panic. I was like, where did it go? Right. <laughs> but I found it. it was on another tab because I went to good old reviews on the Lollary Mansion. People oh, who have yeah, left yeah. reviews because I've found that sometimes that is a gold mine. <laughs> right. Of people's um, personal experience. I only pulled a couple just because a lot of people say it's supposedly haunted. They do the thing where they're like, it's a cool haunted place. And they don't say anything. Yes. Yeah. So this... Uh, I grabbed two, two reviews here. One is from Arlie L. Okay. I didn't put the full last name just to save whatever. Mm -hmm. They said that we went on a haunted ghost tour in the evening and this was one of the stops on the tour. It was very interesting in the evening hours with the lights and shadows that came from the gas lamps and the street cars because they have like the actual trolley cars that go through. Right. We learned the history about the place and what horrible vile things happen there. Mm hmm. <laughs> We took a couple pictures and think we may have found an apparition in one of them. Oh. I changed the lighting and the color in the photo to try to get a better view of the shadow in the picture, but it appears to be somebody wearing colonial French attire. Which? And they're possibly holding an axe or a tool of some kind in their hand. Wait a minute. Like, mm -hmm. are we talking a different killer now? No, this is in the actual mansion, and I'll be honest, I've got to throw that picture on there really quickly because I didn't do that. So let me add this picture to the board really quick uh, because it's not the one that's in there. That is a different photo that I'll talk about in a second. You probably saw it when you were looking up the Connect photo. Yeah, okay, I'm not crazy. Yeah, don't look at that photo. That's not the one. No, no, no. <laughs> is... Well, also, that's funny because it was also in American Horror Story, but... Uh, she said it looked like someone in French colonial attire mm -hmm. with an axe. Oh, yeah. The axe man serial killer was the axe man of New Orleans. Yeah. Was he was the one that the was like, time. play, play jazz or I'll kill you. <laughs> pretty much. Okay. I just added them to the board. There's two pictures. There's a colorized one where it's circled and mm -hmm. then there's a zoomed in black and white picture where they've made edits to it. Hopefully it's there now and you can see it. Okay. Let me, let me refresh here. But no, it's, I know that this is about Lollary, but she, if she said it's holding it, they're holding an axe. See, that I think, I don't know if they're holding anything or if it's just shadows or whatever. If it doesn't load up, we'll just do the old fashioned way and I'll throw my yeah, phone over Yeah, just do the you. old fashioned. It's not coming. Okay. You can look at the colorized and then you can swipe and see where she's edited the photo and... So there's the shadow, but obviously no one's in the building because you can't go in the building. Yeah. And you can kind of see, I see what she's talking about, maybe with a hat on. Yeah, no, it does look... Old timey. Yeah, and like he's kind of holding an axe upright on his side. Potential, yeah, some something is in their hand. I can I can see what she's saying, and it looks like they're... Like, entering the building through not an entrance. Mm -hmm. Which we've talked about before, residual hauntings. If there used to be a door in that uh -huh. part of the house, and now it's just a barred-up window, that's what they're seeing now. Right. Or what they're what they're experiencing now. At least it is some type of entryway, though. 
but the Axeman of New Orleans was going on 1918 to 1919, it looks like. So a little after Lollery's time, but mm-hmm. same vibe. Yep. And then I'll get one more review here, and then I'll talk about the last picture that's hanging out in there. Okay. This review comes from Kimberly S., And they said, beautiful and historical old building that we admired during our recent trip to New Orleans. We were staying at the Andrew Jackson Hotel, which is a few blocks down from the Lollery Mansion. And we walked by here a few times, mainly whenever getting po'boys from Verde Marte. um, Well, it's going to be French, so hold on. (laughs) Verte Marte? Verde Marte? Sure. Yep. Uh, don't come. I took zero French guys. <laughs> I can't, <laughs> so, I don't, you don't have to show it to me, but we'll it's just... across the street from, okay. <laughs> from their hotel. Definitely a place that stood out to me, not just because of how pretty it is, but from the vibe that it gives off. The last time we walked down that way one evening, we walked into three or four different tour groups and overheard their guides talking about the mansion's terrible past. Eee. I took some pictures and believe I may have caught something in the rightmost window of the second floor in one of the pictures. And then, oh my gosh, did I attach the picture? I'm going to be so mad if it's another one that I forgot to attach. Hold on. Okay. I'm doing great. No, I didn't attach it either. Christ, Megan. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why this isn't loading, but... It's okay. I'm going to zoom in. So she said that the picture... It's in the window on the second floor in the upper rightmost corner. Yeah. So when she says right, she means I wish I would have circled it because I hate myself. <laughs> and I'll let you see if you can find it. You know what? I'm not going to zoom in. I'm not going to well, show maybe you. Maybe I finally got them. It's saying like some stuff <laughs> uploaded. Okay. Well, now check out this Kimberly's picture because she believes on the second floor on the rightmost side that she's caught something in the window. I am more on this one. There are gas lamps. Now the gas lamps are not tall. They're not going to be level with the second story. Yeah, I I'm actually not seeing what she's talking about. Not really, no. No, cuz no. the picture quality, I'll tell you I'm an iPhone user, and when I take nighttime photos, it tends to auto, like, the brightness. It it does something where it's like, hold still when you take the picture, and it makes the photo look a lot brighter than what it really is, Mm -hmm. but it also makes it look a little grainy, and I'm wondering if it had that kind of effect, and it's maybe just a curtain in the window. Is it the second to farthest right? That's what I think. that's what I'm wondering, because you Mm -hmm. see... It's almost like you're getting a figure through the curtain. Yes. You're not seeing any definition. It's just like an outline. But it's pretty grainy. So I... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to say because it also looks like they may be lace curtains and it could be the pattern on the lace. It's... See, I either thought it was that or it's potentially that... I saw that also. That looks like more a of a reflection. face. Yeah. It could be a reflection of something. Either way, I'm not saying there's nothing there, but I'm having a hard time seeing what she's seen. Yes. Um, the last thing, the last picture on the board, which you may have saw on there. I it's a picture it. of just the, uh, the balcony. This was another YouTube video I watched. It was actually a BuzzFeed video. 
Sorry. Sorry. You're I wasn't going to laugh, but you just made this face. Anyway, it was a BuzzFeed video, and I can't remember what the... It's not BuzzFeed Unsolved. It's not Ryan and them. It's... um, Oh, my gosh. I think it's called... Well, pee and poop. I don't remember what it's I'd, called. I'm not sure. But it's it's BuzzFeed. And they talk they did an interview with this girl her name is stephanie and she's the one who took this picture and if you look closely onto the board it is that one what do you see when you look at that and if you're not sure i'll spoon feed it to you (laughs) i mean there's obviously a face doesn't it look like a child's face like a doll a baby doll it does look like a baby doll's face and i don't know if this is relevant or not it is sort of in black and white so i hate to make this generalization but it also looks like possibly a person of color yeah that's what there is a little colorization to it they did but it almost looks like a fake baby doll head yes it does um but like looking at you like mm-hmm. <laughs> don't know i feel like you can really see the definition of the eye and the forehead that's yeah and it's kind you of almost get a hairline you almost yeah. get a hairline out of it you get the nose shape but yeah she believes that she caught a face of a child and you can almost see how it continues down how there may be a hand in that oh, bottom right not part. in the next triangle but the one below that yes yeah that it, it continues on this was on the third floor i believe mm-hmm. and the building across from it does not have a third floor so this can't really be a reflection a clear reflection of something from that wait a minute are you gonna say anything else about this uh the fact that the child went to the the roof and jumped i was gonna off say there wasn't herself? a third floor of the building but there was a roof that is correct Mm -hmm. so the original lollery mansion only had the two floors so the third floor of this new building would have been the the roof roof. so what is a child doing on a roof we can bring it full circle but Mm -hmm. you can also figure it out yeah uh super scary stuff i tried to find what the lollery mansion looked like before it burned that's what i was uh when you first started this i don't know how accurate this depiction is because this is obviously a drawing but i did find this one it almost looks like a bunker to me like it's very militaristic yeah well in my notes i think there was like a um illustration of it kind of Mm -hmm. let's see yeah so there there would be kind of like a courtyard area in the mansion like in this within the home there is a courtyard that's that's the vibe i'm getting it feels like that's the interior yeah yeah i could see that okay but that's really that's mostly what i have a lot of people just generalizing or you know talking about the atrocities that happened in the building but not necessarily yes that's awful and terrible and hard to talk about but that doesn't necessarily make a haunted place except there are people who have experiences, so. Yeah, the, I mean, this place is infamous. Oh, yeah. So. And we went back and forth. We almost didn't cover it because we thought maybe it was overdone, but it just, it sticks with me personally, so. No, it does. I. It's not okay. Yeah, I was fine with covering it just because the history behind it. 
is fascinating and gross and it just i want to understand why yeah yep that's what i've got on the lollery mansion all right i think then i think that's what we have Mm-hmm. <laughs> on the Lollery Mansion. I think that wraps it up. Yeah, unless in your little snippet there, if there was something you wanted to cover that I missed. No, I don't believe so. Okay, because I know you said you wanted to skip that part just in case. Oh, that part. I could see, like, if it's if it mentions anything that you didn't. Let's scroll to mm-hmm. the bottom. Blah, blah, blah. Me, me, me. My goodness, I took a lot of notes. <laughs> uh... The tales say that the wails of agony plague its rooms at night. Doors slam, faucets suddenly turn on, and furniture moves on its own. Uh, Body imprints are found on beds that no one has slept on. Apparitions of slaves somewhere in chains have been seen walking around the property. See, and that's what I feel like, depending on when people are saying this happened that says the stories continue into the next decades describing the property and the next decades as in after 1892 Mm -hmm. so these were claims after 1892 okay because it's you know with it being a private residence only so many people are going to have stories from present day (laughs) right and i mean it stood abandoned for four years it stood destroyed and abandoned for four years after the fire Mm -hmm. so Well, and after people tearing it apart with their hands. So, yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Hmm. All right. Well, that was a rough one, but a good one. There's a lot. There's a lot. I don't know. Heavy. Yeah. But next week, we're (laughs) heading north. We're getting away from the south. And we're going to Maine. 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 I know my... Mm -hmm. See, look, I was going really quick through the alphabet. Well, now there's a lot of M states coming up. I don't know. Oh, gosh. Maine, Massachusetts, Mississippi. Missouri. Missouri. Montana. Montana. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Yeah. I think that's all of them, but still. Got a couple M. We're going to be traipsing through the M's for a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) See them. Yep. So... Oh. (laughs) Oh, It's it's really... It was really bad. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going complete opposite direction up north mm-hmm. we'll see what maine holds for us hopefully maybe not as dark as <laughs> right the i don't think mansion. i've ever been to maine i haven't i definitely have not i've been close not there though oh rip oh, that's so sad for you uh-huh. <laughs> i would love to leave indiana just once oh my god <laughs> no i've left indiana and <laughs> i'm not that i know sheltered. i like how i'm taking this vacation this you know like relaxing getaway in indiana oh that it's fine that's true when you told me where you were going at first i was like oh that seems so unlike you and you're like not that one not that one no (laughs) No. (laughs) so funny okay (laughs) you're so silly (laughs) stupid man all right we'll wrap this up and we'll see you guys next week okay bye bye thanks for listening Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. 
You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you next week. week.